Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Stop Building. I'm your host, Sam Kaufman. And as always, I am super grateful and glad to be here talking with you today. It is a beautiful, sunny spring day where I'm at here um, in the Charleston, South Carolina area. And uh, yeah, so this episode today is probably going to be a little uh, short and sweet. And to the point, I've got a week full of travel. We've got the Champion Circle Q2 event um, starting tomorrow. So I've got to head out of here in a couple of hours to drive up to Greenville. Ben's going to be all about leadership, accountability, dedicate uh, delegation, dedication to delegation, delegation, time management. Um, I'm going to go pour into some business owners and business professionals. Um, it's going to be awesome. But I've got a stacked busy day, but I can't leave my never stop building community hanging. So we are recording our weekly episode, which you guys should hear tomorrow, Wednesday, May 17th. Um, yeah, today's episode is managing the season that you're in something that um i failed at for quite a long time so i'm going to do in this episode is i'm going to share the four things that i do to manage the season of life that i am in i want to preface this with um Sometimes we're in multiple seasons at the same time in, in multiple areas of our lives. So I, I want, for those of you that are dealing with extreme winning in one category and what feels like or could even be extreme loss in another category, I understand and I am aware that that's real for some people. I know people whose spouses have been diagnosed with cancer out of nowhere but whose businesses are absolutely thriving and winning. So I, I just say that to say it can be a lot. And, and the season of life that we're in is not always, you know, it's not a season of loss everywhere all the time. It's not a season of winning everywhere all the time. It's not a season of failure everywhere all the time. So what I want you to do with this message is I want you to apply it to how it works for you and where it needs to work for you. Last week's episode was about comparison. I don't want you to compare your seasons to other people's seasons. I need you to focus on yourself. I need you to take an objective look at yourself. So our, our first point here in managing the season that you're in, the first thing that is extremely important is objectively and accurately acknowledging where you're actually at. And so maybe, maybe you're in a place in business where everything feels hard and difficult, but things are actually pretty good. Recruiting is going well. Culture is strong. Cash flow is healthy. Your products and services are profitable. Your sales team is thriving. But there are certain components that just aren't just aren't firing the way you want them to fire. And so you feel not good about your business. You don't feel like you're winning. 
Maybe your marriage is pretty bad and you're ignoring it. And maybe you feel like things are fine because your spouse isn't yelling at you today. But you know, deep down, you haven't actually resolved those couple of issues that keep coming up. You know, deep down, you haven't actually changed those two or three things that your spouse has been telling you for years they need from you. So maybe you're assessing the silence as safety when it's not. I'll repeat that. Maybe you're assessing the silence as safety, but it's not. So the first thing that needs to happen is we need to objectively, which means without emotion, using data, using evidence, using reality, and using truth. We need to objectively and as accurately as we can acknowledge and assess where we are. So we need to say, okay, our marriage needs help. And sometimes for me personally, sometimes I need to objectively assess that uh, my spouse is actually okay. Sometimes if I'm not feeling so good about myself or if I'm I'm hyper fixated on, on whether I'm in a season of failure, I'll start almost compulsively asking my wife if she's all right. You okay? You're, and, it, and I know it's annoying as fuck. I know it is. I, I literally see it all over her face. Like, She's giving me grace through it, but I know it's annoying. But I'm not being objective in my assessment of whether or not she's okay. I'm sitting on one couch and she's sitting on another and I don't feel okay. So my subjective thought is, man, she's not okay. I don't feel okay. I've probably been failing everywhere. She's mad at me, this, that. It's, it's this immature emotional assessment of a situation. And the immature emotional subjective assessment of a situation doesn't do us any favors. Same with the business. Like I said, if the business is maybe just not fire, but but objectively speaking, we're hitting our goals. Objectively speaking, we're hitting revenue targets. Objectively speaking, our profit margins are intact. Objectively speaking, we have our 12-month, three-year, 10-year targets documented, and we are accountably moving in the right direction to achieve those targets, we need to take an objective look and stop listening to our feelings to assess the season of life that we're in. Maybe we've got little kids and we're used to being um, having more freedom with our time. Maybe we've got small children in the house now, and maybe more than one. I know I have more than one and they're not too small anymore, but they're not fully independent either. I remember when they were smaller two and four, five and eight. I remember, I remember struggling, struggling to, to just get things done, normal things done, errands, chores, food shopping. God, I remember the days and the exhaustion and the arguments and the, and, and, and if you don't have small children, you don't understand. You don't. If you haven't been there, you haven't been there. Just like in business, if you've never had 25 employees and multiple millions to manage, you, you don't understand. Just like if you've never been out on your own as like a subcontractor doing your own thing and you've just been an employee, you don't understand. And just like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It just means it can feel lonely and it can feel like people don't understand. If you're a sales rep or a sales manager in a new season of selling, in a new position at a new company, 
And you feel lonely and like no one understands because your spouse has never been in that position. Your friends have never held that kind of title with that kind of responsibility. We have to objectively and accurately measure where we're at. The next thing that's extremely important, once we've taken an honest look of where we're at, generally most of us, at least I, I pray that this community at least wants to do something different to be better, to grow. Okay, I've, I've acknowledged that I'm in a season a season of loss, a season of gain, a season of faith, a season of lacking faith, a season of fear, a season of courage. I'm in a season. So how do I how do I change this? How do I improve this? How do I capitalize on this? What do I do with this? This is the season that I'm in. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but the title of this podcast is Never Stop Building Because We Can Never Stop. And building doesn't always mean up. Sometimes we do internal work. Sometimes we do exterior work. Sometimes we do straight spiritual work. Sometimes we just reinforce the existing structure because it's cracking. Never Stop Building is not some metaphor for building higher and higher and higher and higher to be the, the tallest building. We also want to be a strong building. We want to be a sturdy building. A building that's going to be around for a long time. That leaves a positive, influential loving and lasting legacy. That's what we're doing here. So maybe you want to do something different than point two, because at this point now is you're probably seeking something. You're either seeking counsel or seeking content. And I am a big fan of content. I post a lot of content. I try to help a lot of people with my content. I'm not anti-social media or anti-content by any means. I'm also not anti-counsel. I'm a business coach. I speak. I have a business coach. A fitness coach, I have mentors. So we're seeking some content or we're seeking some counsel. And point number two is we need to seek the counsel that applies to the season of life that we're in. So if you're if you're a man with a wife and multiple small children, and you're feeling guilty about being home at night and weekends with your family instead of working on your business because you're looking at content on Instagram made by some 21-year-old single guy who lives at home that says, hustle, grind, hustle, grind. You are fucked up. Why are you taking counsel and watching content from somebody that has zero experience in the season of life that you're in? Why are you listening to men and women that have never gone through or have a shred of experience living the life that you're living? So I have a fitness coach, and he's really good. But he doesn't understand what having small children, and, and I, I know that. So I take the plan, and I execute the plan, but at times I deviate from the plan. Because I have other and more pressing priorities and responsibilities than just working out and eating on a meal plan. I probably hit that perfectly 85% of the time, but that 15% is not so I can stuff my face with burgers and pizza because I don't do that. It is so that I can have flexibility for I have small children, I have a wife, I have events, I have travel, I have coaching clients, I have things that Hitting it 100% would create an incredibly stressful situation on the back end for my other priorities. So that 15% is actually an investment into the other things I'm doing. See, because I can go out to eat and order something pretty damn close to my meal plan. Some protein, a grain, and some water. Filling food. I don't have to 
well, I'm not eating my prepped food, so I'll just get a double bacon cheeseburger. Doesn't have to be like that. But I'm not asking my fitness coach what to do as far as managing my time with my children or my wife. I intentionally have a business coach who has two kids, a wife, a business, and travels, speaks, and coaches, and is a CEO simultaneously. Because the counsel that I want for the season that I'm in right now, I want it to be as close as humanly possible. I want that person to have been through or to be going through what I have been through, will go through, or are currently going through, so that the counsel I get is so close to accurate and applicable. And so if you're watching content that doesn't apply to the season that you're in, and you need to, step one, you have to have an objective and accurate assessment of the season that you're in. If you're a father, business, you have to, uh, you have to account for all these things. So one of, the, one of the things that was so difficult for me when my kids were younger was I didn't objectively look at the season that I was in. I went all in on my business. And I don't regret going all in on my business, but it had consequences that needed healing and restoration and love and time and patience and things that needed my attention on the back end. And there was another way. I could have done it another way had I known any better, had any counsel from anybody that had been through it, but I didn't. I didn't even know counsel was available. I didn't know coaching was available. I didn't know that there was, I didn't know to look for the content that applied to me. I just thought all, like I needed to do everything everyone who was more successful than me was doing. But then I, as I got into more growth and I got into personal development, I got what I realized was like there were people that I like looked up to the like because they had these big successful businesses, but they were divorced three times. They had eight kids with three or four different women that wouldn't talk to them. They were rich with money, which distracted me. But once I started to have some self-awareness and some objective measurement tools for my own life and my own business and my own family, instead of comparing myself to you, I realized I didn't want that at all. I didn't want to lose Amanda. I didn't want Gage and Kylie to not talk to me when they were adults. I want a strong, happy, loving family. So now I need to go learn how to grow a business that supports that, not grow one that counters that, hoping that maybe they'll be there when I'm done. And it works. Be careful the content you consume and the counsel that you take. And make sure that somebody has actually been through it. The difference between a consultation and a random piece of advice, a consultation is being given by somebody who's done it before. An opinion, getting somebody's opinion is just somebody's subjective thought on your situation having never actually gone through it themselves. And I'm not saying there's no value in opinions. I, I take the opinion of some people that I respect and love that aren't or haven't gone through what I'm going through, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bear the same weight as those that have. It just doesn't. And I'm very okay with that. Because since I started to take counsel much more seriously, dependent on the season of life and then the experience of the other person, I've been able to make some seriously 
fast, efficient, and simple strides in my life because I stopped getting so distracted by other people's opinions because people's opinions just should never bear the same weight as a respected, experienced person's counsel or consultation. The third point here is we need to set realistic goals and timelines inside of the season that we're in. Inside of the season that we're in. And I'll give I'll use my fitness journey as an example for this as well. So I have I have in the past gotten quote unquote shredded. I mean, not you know, like Instagram content level shredded, but I've always lost the weight that I needed um during my like cut phase after like a muscle building like quickly. 15 weeks, 18 weeks, 12 weeks, fast, painful, hungry, sleep suffers, training suffers, cognition suffers because I needed it fast. So this year, when I went into this new journey um, for this year, I set a 12-month target because I knew I had 20 travel engagements. I knew I was releasing a book. I knew that we were homeschooling the kids. I knew that we were leading small groups. I knew that I took on a role with many more coaching clients and still being a CEO. And I took an objective look, took counsel, and I set realistic goals and timelines for this. So I set a 12-month timeline for my fat loss goal on purpose. Could I have done it in six months? Yes. Could I have done it and successfully done everything else I've been able to do over the last five months? Absolutely not. Absolutely not without being miserable and in pain and irritable with my family and not sleeping enough. Yeah, it's not worth it. I set realistic goals and timelines. Set realistic goals and timelines for the season that you're in. You want to start a business, but you've got three young children? Set realistic goals and timelines for your revenue and growth. Be okay with being home with your kids at night a little bit. Be okay with taking Saturday or Sunday completely off to take your kids to the park or just lay on the deal. I mean, our favorite thing to do in this house on one weekend day a week is nothing. Lay on the damn couch. Like Sunday, like the best Sunday for me is church early, pajamas when I get home, lay on the couch for a while, do a little bit of cardio midday, dinner as a family. What's wrong with that? I don't have that forever. This is a season that I'm in where my kids want to spend time with me on Sunday, that season will end and it will never come back. So I take it. Monday through Friday, I bust my ass. But like, I don't feel guilty about laying on the couch in some sweatpants on Sunday afternoon with my son, cuddled up under a blanket, and my daughter laughing on the other couch with my wife and the animals running around. I, I, don't, I don't feel bad about that. It's just the season of life I'm in. Got a lot of life ahead of me. Everything comes in seasons with timelines. Everything comes to an end. Every season. Set realistic goals and timelines. The last point, the last point is going to be harder for some than it is for others. Some of you have extremely heavy weights as seasons right now. Like I said, I... I've gotten messages from from people who they're dealing with cancer, death in families, sick children. Um, But I think point four applies to all of us just the same, though for some it will be far more difficult than others. 
be grateful for what is going right. For most of you, your current season is somebody else on this planet's dream. For some of you, you are living inside of the blessings that you once prayed for. And now you're frustrated and scared and emotional and down. Be grateful for what is going well. Be grateful for what isn't in a season of failure and loss. Be grateful for the time that you do have. Find gratitude anywhere and everywhere that you can. Because the hard shit is never going to stop. If you're waiting to be grateful for life to get easy, you will wait forever and die miserable. Life will never get easy, but we can sure make it a lot simpler by applying some of these principles. Appreciate y'all listening. Talk to you next week.